Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Dugout. My name is Ben. I'm joined with Justin once again. Today we have, uh, we have an intriguing topic. Um, we are heading into the MLB offseason. It's, it's approaching. Obviously, we have the playoffs to get through, which, which will be exciting. But the big topic offseason for this offseason, of course, is that of Shohei Otani and where he will end up and how much he's going to get paid, um, which that number looks like it's going down a bit based off based off the injury. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into that later. But in talking about Shohei Otani, um, everyone knows that Shohei is indeed a unicorn. Um, really haven't seen anybody do what he's done besides Babe Ruth. But even, you know, back then there's there's the, you know, Babe Ruth didn't really play against the the talent that Shohei Otani is playing against. Exactly. Um, and as well as, you know, Babe Ruth didn't pitch too many seasons. Uh, I mean, he he pitched one, two, three, three full seasons, and then, you know, fourth half season, and that's, that's pretty much it. Um, which Shohei is, you know, I think, do we think Shohei's passed that yet? He has. I think he's pretty close, if not past it yet, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's pretty close. Um Definitely. Obviously, he's had the one Tommy John, and uh, he's getting another another UCL surgery here again. But hopefully, we see him see him back in 2025 on the mound. Um, obviously, we'll see him uh, at the plate next year. But in talking about that, um, this has been a big discussion. Obviously, there's been a lot of two way players, um, you know, in college baseball. Uh, you know over the history, not many translate. A lot of them, you know, a lot of them choose. Um, there was one guy from Louisville, uh, Brandon McKay, a few years ago. Um, yeah. He was a big two-way guy. And he got drafted by the Rays as a two-way. Didn't, you know, obviously didn't end up panning out as a, as a hitter as well. But, um, you know, it's it's very hard to just to do both. Oh, yeah. The workload that you have to manage pitching-wise and then obviously hitting-wise and and staying on top of hitting, it, it, it's 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 crazy how Shohei does it at such a high level. Um, but in talking about that, uh, you know, it brings up a good question of will there ever be another Shohei Otani? It's a great question for sure. I, you know, I think at the very least, what Shohei has done, I, I think to your point, he makes it look easy. So I think a lot of people are like, oh, cool, we could see this all over the place now. And I obviously, I just don't think that's going to be the case. But I mm-hmm. think what he's done is he's probably going to give some people with that capability the opportunity. You know, even back in the day, I feel like if somebody could do both, yeah. it was like like a Rick Ankiel. You know, it was like, well, you got to pick your lane. You know what I mean? Um, and now I think that, you know, exactly. organizations will be like, yo, we can get two stellar players and essentially in one person. Let's move forward with this. So I think at the very least, Shohei has opened that door for sure. It's almost like the the NFL discussion, right? Like someone asked Bill Belichick this the other day, but it's like, why don't you have a kicker that kicks field goals, kickoffs, and punts at the same time? Um, and it's because, like, if you think, like, there's a lot to folks. Uh, obviously, kicking is a lot different than pitching and hitting in a Major League Baseball game. Um, 
you know, it's a lot simpler at face value, but these, these are specialized things like being an everyday major league hitter is hard as it is. And then being an ace of a pitching staff is, is as hard as it is by itself. Never mind doing both. Yeah. Um, but there is a name floating around college baseball right now. Uh, he was, uh, you know, he's not draft eligible. I think he's draft eligible this, this coming year. Um, yep. He is, uh, Plays at the University of Florida, so high level baseball. It, you know, it's it's not like he's doing this in a mid major. Like he's playing high level SEC baseball. Yeah, um, that is Jack Caglianone. Um, he's he's probably the closest we're gonna get at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, just just looking at this season, he hit thirty three home runs this year, hit three twenty three, and, and this is as a this is as a sophomore too. Thirty three homers, three twenty three. Uh, he slugged seven thirty and had an OPS of of a thousand hundred twenty six, which which is you know. <laughs> incredible as it is and then on the mound he went seven and four his era got inflated towards the end of the year you know he, he got a little gas at the end of the year but you know his the first half of the season was incredible he had 87 strikeouts um over 18 games which is 74 and 74 innings uh which again i mean that's that's impressive uh, as it is and you know he's he's only going to move into a bigger role i mean he was a sunday starter too which you know if you're a weekend starter in the sec that's that's pretty big Yep. Um, he has a long way to go to be in Shohei Otani's, um, you know, realm of of being a two way. Obviously, Shohei did it professionally in Japan, which you know is is usually compared to AAA baseball. Um, but that I mean, that, this 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 brings up the discussion: like, can Caglianone be another Shohei Otani? Will you know, like will a team draft him with that intention? Or are they strictly going to, I mean, his offensive numbers, of course, where, you know, he's the University of Florida's home run, single season home run king, uh, which is impressive if you go down the list of, you know, who put, especially like he broke Pete Alonso's record, which, you yeah. know, you're talking about Pete Alonso, who has 50 home runs in, in a major league season, um, one of the best power bats in the, in the league. 100%. So will a team take their chance? Well, I mean, is he going to get drafted as a hitter or will he be drafted as a two way? And then if he's drafted as a hitter, Will some team along the line say, you know, let's put him on the mound? Let's try it out. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be interesting to see. I mean, he's touching 99 miles per hour. Um, you know, he had basically, he struck out more than 10 batters per nine. And so, again, like we talked about earlier, I think like with that, he certainly now has the opportunity. You know, obviously baseball is heavily metric driven analytics. So it's like, hey, if we can try to squeeze this guy in two different areas on the field and get some production out of that, like, let's do that. Um, it just, I think for him is going to be dependent on who, who takes him, who drafts him and who's like, Hey, do you want to do this one? You know, whether yeah. or not, cause like you said earlier, even with the kicker, punter, you know, pitcher, batter comparison, I think people are like, Oh, why don't you just have, you know, everybody do kind of both or do multiple things, but we're talking about the highest level of baseball here. So, and this is a global yeah. sport, unlike the NFL. So you're talking yeah. about from all over the world, like maybe who's going to be, mm-hmm you know, that lead exactly. picture, it's tough to do both for sure. I mean, kind of, as you alluded to earlier is, you know, Shohei has opened the door to, to two way players um, when that door wasn't really open yeah. um, before. Um, a name that comes to my mind specifically is, is Bobby Dahlbeck at Arizona. I mean, he was, he was Arizona's ace. Um, and, and, you know, the days he wasn't pitching, he was hitting three hole for them in the college world series. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And when it came time to draft him, no one really ever thought about putting Bobby Dahlbeck on the mound ever again. Uh, you know, they saw the bat and, you know, they kind of choose choose the choose the one you're better at. And, and you know, they don't choose to develop the the pitching and, and they just kind of yeah. throw it to the side, which which now, like with the emergence of Shohei Otani, like 
I think we might start seeing teams, you know, take that more seriously. Maybe not in a top ten scale, um, yeah. but they're gonna they're certainly gonna take some flyers, uh, you know, later in the rounds. That you find find a gem, find a unicorn like Shohei. Um, obviously, Shohei wasn't you know anything hidden out of Japan, but um, I think yeah. now what just the emergence of what he's done, it, it's gonna open the door. And I do think that that what he's doing like is one of a kind. I. I I personally don't think that we'll see a Shohei um, ever again, but I do think we're going to see teams try for sure. I, I, I definitely think that, like, I think Caglione will get his shot on the mound professionally and at the plate. Um, do I think it'll be in a, in a capacity as, like, Shohei? Probably not. Yeah. Um, I think also if you're just looking at the Angels, it's a, it's a lot different for the Angels, right? Like, if, you know, Shohei Otani was on the Braves, I think this is a much different conversation. Um, cause I think, you know, they focus more on his hitting and, and, you know, the, the pitching takes, like he would, he would pitch, but pro- he's probably not their, he's definitely not their ace and he's, you know, they're definitely not stretching him as much, um, as the angels are just because, you know, that's really all they've had the past few years besides him and yeah. Trout and, you know, Trout's been hurt as well. Um, so I think that's, that also plays into it as well. I think just wherever he ends up this off season, I think it's going to be a lot different than what he was in the angels. Um, I personally am a big voucher for, I think he should just move into a bullpen role. Yeah. Um, I think he should just be a clay like, kind of what he did in the world baseball classic this season. Like, um, you know, at this point he's now had two major elbow surgeries. He's probably, you know, you, you don't, you don't, and that's the thing is like, you don't want to keep running into these issues where it's going to take him out of the lineup as well. Exactly. Um, yeah. And he's because if you're losing one, you still want to have the other. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if, if you're going to lose the pitching, you don't want to lose him as a hitter as well. So don't, you know, you might as well not stretch him. And I think wherever he ends up next, I think he's going to take a, take a big step back in that role. Is he going to lose a little money this off season? Probably. He'll probably lose a little bit just because of the injury. Uh, I think teams are going to look at him and say, look, you know, he's had two, eight, two elbow surgeries at this point. You know, he's 30. Yes. He's, he's probably one of the most athletic people on the planet. Yeah. And, and you know, yes, he's bounced back from before, but like, let's put it in the grand scheme of things. He's probably not a $700 million player anymore. He's probably closer in the, the 500s, uh, especially if you're only paying for, you know, a, a relief role, which I think would be a great for him. I, I, and yeah. There's no knock about that, obviously. If he could move into a closer role, um, yeah. it, all the power to him. I mean, it's pretty easy. You know, you, you DH him and then you put him in at the end of the game. It's, it's very simple. Um, but back to Kelly Unknown, like, again, I think uh, a big thing with Kelly Unknown is, is just load management, right? Like, you talk about, um, you know, running backs in, col- in college football. Like, you look at, a, like, the top running backs. Um, you know, the, the guys that put up a lot of numbers usually won't last as long. Um, so I think when you look at Kelly Unknown, I think when he's coming out, I think it's going to really end up being how much has he pitched in college, how fresh is he, and how willing are we to – commit our organization to a player that may or may not burn out quickly, yeah. if that makes sense. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, and I think that's a part of it, right? Like, I think what people forget, too, like what you alluded to is Shohei was doing this basically in another professional league. So when he came over to the MLB, that was probably part of his negotiation with whoever was going to sign him was like, I want to pitch. So he held some power there. And that's, you know, the right. angels are like, okay, yeah, well, we want to sign you. So yeah, we'll let you do that. I think exactly what you said. I think if we do start to see more two-way players, it'll be in a bullpen capacity just because it, it makes sense, right? If you're like throwing seven innings, you know, every fifth day and also taking three, four, five ABs every day, like that's a lot on your body as we've seen with Shohei already. Um, I think with Kagan and Owen, it's just going to be dependent on 
all right, do they give him that opportunity in A ball? And if he, you know, doesn't do well right off the get go, are they going to give him time to develop? And if you're taking a guy like top five, like right. we were talking about before, yeah. do you want to risk that investment? I, I, you know, I think for him, does he have the capability? Yes, but I think it's going to be a lot of refinement involved in that. And whether or not that team wants to risk their, you know, $10 million investment on their top five pick, I think that will remain to be seen. And if it does, I, I would agree with you. I see it more of a bullpen capacity just to ensure that, hey, this guy's going to drop 30 plus home runs probably a year. At least that's what he's done in college. We want to make sure he does that. So if pitching is for, in any way going to take away from that, yeah. then we want to be kind of careful there. And I think teams will be very hesitant, especially with what we've seen from Shohei as of late. But you know, again, there's probably some lowly teams, you know, say he gets drafted by the A's like third overall or something like that. And they're like, you know, we could really use the ticket sales here. Let's uh, let's go ahead and make sure we have an attempt to get him going two ways. Like then maybe yeah, he has that time. Point. Yeah, it know? is a great so, point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to I think it also come down to metric wise too. like if he has good metrics analytically and, and just, you know, all the new age stuff, spinner, like whatever. Yeah. Um, percentiles whatnot if he comes out of college with good metrics and a, and a team likes the metrics i think they'll give him the shot and i think as long as the metrics continue um and there's no like drop off um i think that's uh that's where they're gonna find you know the room to work with it like i, th- I think that if like let's say caglino like, goes out next like, he pitched 80 he pitched 74 innings last year you know let's say he stays at school for the next two years and pitches another 80 innings yeah um you know, this is similar to like the Jack Leiter, Kumar Rocker thing is like they pitch so much that it's yeah. it's hard to put an investment on a pitcher when they have that many innings under their belt. Yep. Um, and then especially like if you if you, even if you go back and consider high school, I mean, that's why high school arms get paid so much um, just yeah. because they're fresher. Um, and, you know, you can look yeah. at the metrics and, and work with that and not necessarily the innings and, and be able to save that a little bit in the minors. So I think it's really all going to depend on how much he ends up pitching at Florida. Um, obviously it's the university of Florida and, you know, they're going to have arms they can use. Um, yeah. and again, like not to say that he can't, can't handle it and can't do it, but you know, how willing is he personally like to commit himself to doing, but I mean, it's a big task. You have to commit a lot of time to it. Yeah. Um, probably more than, than other people have to have to commit to, you know, hitting or pitching. Like if you're committing yeah. to both, it's a lot. I mean, you gotta you gotta train differently. Like a you know a hitter trains much. I mean, especially from my experience, like hitters hitters lift differently than pitchers. So if you're lifting like a pit, like you you can't lift as a hitter and be a pitcher. You can lift as a pitcher and be a hitter, but how much is that going to take away from him? Um, especially at you know especially when the seasons get longer. You know, in professional baseball, um, you know there's there's less off days. I mean, you're playing four to five games a week in in college. Um, at you know at the peak of it. Uh, you're playing maybe five, six, sometimes seven uh, once you hit the professional leagues. And, and it's obviously a lot longer of a season and there's more training, um, you know, during the off season. So, so how much time is Jack Caglione willing to commit to that? Or is he just going to say, I want to choose one and I want to make hitter money or I want to make pitcher money. I mean, either way, hitter and pitcher money these days <laughs> is, is, is huge. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, obviously we're going to see, you know, our first two-way contract this offseason and, and, you know, we'll see how that turns out. But, you know, we have hitters getting paid $400 million as itself. And, you know, Shohei's going to – Shohei will probably minimum hit that. Um, we'll probably see him in the 500 range. So does he say, let's just take the safe route, let's choose one, and, you know, whatever happens, happens. But I don't know. The the more I think about it, the, the more I, I feel confident that, like, 
I don't think we're going to see a Shohei again. Yeah. No, and, I, and that's, I agree. It, it's hard to say because, you know, because you know, it's, it's a, it's a pathway in a, in a lot of times, like I, I come back to, to Lamar Jackson, right? Like his first couple of years in the league were unprecedented. Um, I mean, we had seen a little bit with Vic and I feel like that's kind of like you go back to Babe Ruth, like you see a little bit and then things start to happen and, you know, the contract, you know, uh, gets held out just because it's hard to pay a player that you haven't, there's nothing you can fall back on. Right. Like I can, I can go look at seven Justin Herberts and Josh Allen's and say, this is how their careers usually end up. So I, I can confidently put my investment for five, six, seven years on it. I can't, I can't go back and look like obviously Michael Vick had his own, you know, yeah, things off the field that, that, that were much different, but you know, the, how many Lamar Jacksons are there in, ba- in, in football and how many Shohei's are there in baseball? I can't confidently go look and put my investment down on a, on a unicorn, no matter how good the player is, but that's, it's hard for me to say, I'm going to pay you for seven years and I'm going to give you 500 something million dollars because it hasn't been done. So yeah. it's, it's going to come down to like, is it, I mean, both the Shohei contract and Cagley known coming out, like, is it something an organization is willing to take the risk on? Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and yeah, I totally agree with that because, it, you know, the reason it's so exciting is because we've never seen it. But the reason that you'd be hesitant as a GM or as a team, like investing heavily into it is because you've never seen it. So you don't necessarily know the ending to that story yet. And I think like you bring up an excellent point with Caglione where, you know, we're asking the question like, hey, is the team going to let him do it? But for him, you know, he's going to be 21 getting drafted going into the league and then how long does he want to stay in the minors before he gets to the bigs before he can start talking contracts later on? Because how many times have you heard like a yeah. prospect, like, yeah, he's got the bat, but he, he isn't there fielding. So he's in triple a for that reason. So if you're Caglione and he's crushing at the plate right. and exactly. then he's really trying yeah, to work on pitching, you know, so then it's like, he gets there 24, 25, maybe he doesn't hit his contract. So there's a lot of factors there as well. And I think a lot of it probably will be tied to um, how this, ending part of Shohei's career ends up, right? So like, even if he's a fantastic, you know, DH, which I think he'll continue to be, but if he comes back and he's not necessarily like an elite closer or a bullpen arm or, or so on and so forth, then at that point, I think teams are like, listen, unless this person's going to be elite, which is, as we've already talked about, insanely rare, it's like, I can go get another just PO that's going to go ahead and get me that same metric. And I don't have to worry about, you know, my $400 million hitter getting hurt because he wants to pitch. So there's a ton of different factors there. And I'm very curious to see, I think, again, to your point with teams, they're very much like, I want to know for sure, like what's, what am I most confident about how the trajectory of a career is going to go? And since Shohei's so new until they have seen that. And even then I think it's going to be pretty risky in their eyes. Right. And then you want to have the player buy-in. So I think it's just kind of right time, right situation in terms of Shohei, especially he came from a pro league. It's not like he's coming out trying to develop through the minor league system and stuff like that. So right. there's a lot of different factors here. I think right now, Cavillon sticks out because he's got that raw talent. But to your point earlier, in terms yeah. of metrics and stuff, I mean, through his first 41 innings pitching this year, he had 41, either you know, yeah. a combination of 41 walks and hit batters. So it's like, all right, cool. On paper for us watching it, we're yeah. like, this guy rocks. But then the MLB team's like, He's putting people on base, walking, hitting his controls kind of all over yeah. the place. Like, is it really worth the time? So, yeah, I think it'll be, no matter who it is, whether it's Calgonone or somebody down the line that we're unaware of yet, it's going to be a difficult path. And I think for 
both the team and the player, they're going to really want to have to do it and stay committed to it for it to work. Yeah. And to your point, like when teams are diving deeper into, you know, Caglione's numbers, uh, as opposed to just, you know, a, a fan who's taking it at face value and seeing what he's doing, like it's easy for us as fans to sit here and say, like, you know, he's, he's doing what Shohei's doing. Um, but like, you have to, like, back to your point, like, that to me is like kind of the, the, you know, the proof in the pudding that, you know, he's not training like Shohei is. Um, it's just natural talent and it's natural exactly. talent against 80% of people who won't touch a major league field yeah. or even get drafted. Yeah. Um, so like, so, so pairing that with, with what I said earlier about like how willing is Catalina known to committing to, and I'm not saying he doesn't work on pitching cause he obviously works on pitching, but how willing is he to fully commit like his life to being a two-way player? And that sounds like I'm not, I'm not saying he should commit his life to being a two-way player and, and entertain us. But, but when you dive deeper into the numbers and, and, and you look at the smaller things that the MLB teams will be looking at, like, yeah, it, that's, that's, that's the concerning part is how, how willing is he going to be to, to take this head on? And I think the, the next difficult part kind of, again, like you alluded to again, like, oh, you know, you see, you see arms move through, um, the minors, usually college arms. You'll see them move through the minors a little faster. Yeah. You see college bats move, you know, pretty fast. Obviously the angels had a guy this year, their first round pick, you know, yeah. um, move up very fast. And their first round pick last year, Nito moved up really fast too. Yep. Um, but but that's that's another thing that's going to happen, right? So let's say Caglianone gets drafted next year. He goes tenth overall, wherever, and his pitching. Let's let's say his pitching works in a perfect world. His pitching works out. Um, he's in Double A, putting up incredible numbers, and you know we get to a point where where we need bullpen help, and yep. and we want to call him up. But his bat's not there. Yeah, his bat's not major league ready. But his arm is major league ready. Yep. So are you are you going to call a player up for help and not hit him? So now what you're doing is you're putting that hitting development to the side because he's not getting major league at bats. And if he was getting major league at bats, it's probably not going to help him very much. Like that's that's a very common thing is you know rushing a, a player and getting up to the majors and they struggle and it, and it, it sets them back. Yeah. Um. So is is a team going to want to take that risk of one throwing one of the developments away? To you to utilize the other one, one of whichever one it is, to utilize that um, in a major league season, or are they willing to sacrifice not bringing him up for help just to develop something that may not fully develop? Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like the the it's a double edged sword. The flip side of that is you don't bring up this, you don't bring up his arm, and you know. The next year, you can look back hindsight twenty twenty and say, you know, his hitting's not developing developing at all. We should have just called him up, yeah, and we should have just scrapped it. Yep. So, like, so again, like the more you like dive into it, and the more you uncover, and the more you think about the scenarios of of just how perfect of a storm Shohei Otani was for for the Angels and for Major League Baseball. Like, there's just there's a lot to go into it. Like, you have to it has to be a surefire that Caglione is going to pitch and hit, and that he's going to do it full time, and he's going to he's going to excel at it um, for a team to make that commitment. And like sitting here right now, I'm not sure I can say that confidently. Um, obviously we'll be able to see him next year and, you know, see, see how much he improves, but it, it has to be a perfect storm. It's, it's, it's. Uh... Yeah.
Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, and I think like an underrated part, like we've discussed already, but a, a huge underrated part when people and especially fans like look at Shohei is he came over super refined. Like everything we're talking about going through the minor leagues. I mean, Shohei's playing pro ball in a different country, but when he got over here, like he had taken those pro reps for pitching, for batting. Like to your point, Kyle, you know, and say like, yeah, we need bullpen help. He's crushing it at the plate. Um, and in the bullpen, but like in college, he recorded three and a half times more strikeouts and walks. So then you put him in a big league show and he's, you know, crushing in the bullpen or at least helpful as an arm. And then you're putting him up to bat too, but he's not ready for that. Then it's like, okay, well now we got to send this guy back down. His development's messed up now. Um, maybe he doesn't ever recover properly. And that's somebody who took top five. Um, you know, I can definitely see hesitancy from teams in terms of like wanting to do that. Especially like, you know, say a team like the Angels is like, we lost Shohei in free agency. We want another one. Let's go get Cagliano. You just mentioned there are two other rookies. They're already in the bigs. And to do something like this, I, you'd have to be just an otherworldly talent with an otherworldly work ethic. Like you said, like it would have to be 24-7 your life to be able to be like, yeah, in 12 months, I'm going to be a pro pitcher and a pro hitter in Major League Baseball. That brings the best talent in the world, you know, onto 30 teams. So um yeah I think you know like you said I think we got kind of a unicorn it makes it more exciting because obviously he's you know he, he makes people that don't have never cared about baseball interested in baseball which I think is super great for the game and that's why it's like who who could we see but to your point from earlier I think even Babe Ruth Jack Cogley known like they're taking at bats from like future accountants right or you know back in the day Babe Ruth's you know probably hitting off like a plumber that on a side job that's pitching. Um, so I think like it gets lost a little bit on how special Shohei has been. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It's good. Like you said, take a lot of commitment from both sides for this to really kind of pan out. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's, that's, I don't think we'll see one come out of college. I think that's uh, it's just too big of a gap. Um, even a guy like Skeens, right? Like Skeens was a hitter at air force and he was really good at it. Um, and then he goes to LSU and he, and you know, he just pitches. Um, and again, like, I think LSU even said, like, realized that, like, you know, we have to choose one or the other here because he's a great hitter and he's a great pitcher. But like, what do we see more upside with? And like, and, and, and also just like, what does the player want to do? Like, it, it, again, like, like, as we've been saying, like, it's a lot. Like, Shohei's wanted to do this. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, I'm sure Skeen's, like, you know, there's a world where Skeens wants to hit, but I think he realizes that it's a one in, you know, however many baseball players have ever touched the game, um, especially at a higher level. Like if you think about all the college players that have played all the players in Japan, all the players in the Dominican port, like whatever it may be. I mean, there's one Shohei Otani and then you can say maybe one Babe Ruth, like Babe Ruth did it for a couple of years. So maybe two out of, millions of of players who have you know been close to professional baseball or in professional baseball so i think you have to just make that sacrifice and say i, I can be a top five pick as a pitcher so i'm just going to do that and i think cali is going to probably make that decision closer to the draft um or a team's going to make that decision for him and and say like you know we're going to draft you as a hitter if there's a world of possibility where you're going to get some we could try and get you some innings sure we'll try but that's not going to be our focus. You're not going to train that way. And, you know, you're not coming in to be the next Shohei. I think the only reasonable possibility we see getting another Shohei is, is, a uh, is an international player. Um, you know, who, you know, especially in like the DR and, in, in, in things like that, like the DR, you go to the major league baseball academies when you're 16 years old and that's what you do for your life. Yeah. Um, Japan, you go play the pro Japan thing. 
So, I mean, that's when you're playing professionally and you're playing talent that also translates to the MLB and is the closest to the MLB you possibly can. I mean, because that's the thing is like college baseball is is far off from from professional yeah. baseball, whether it's Japanese, whether it's triple A, single A, double A, it's it's far off. Yeah. Um, you're using metal bats. You know, a lot of guys are, are going to be accountants in, in the next <laughs> year. Yep. It's hard. And I think Shohei came over at what, 25, 26? I think he I mean, might So he had it. four yeah. years on, on Cagley and Nome coming out. Yep. So, you know, you have to take that in consideration. Like he was, he was doing it for four to five years professionally. Cagley and is going to be, you know, 21, 22 when he comes out doing it in college. So to me, it's, I, I don't know if we'll see one. I think he's the closest we we're, we have right now, sure. and he he could he has the ability to do it. Um, it's a matter of one, it's 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 load management, two, it's willingness from both player and team, and and three, there's just a lot of moving parts. Like everything has to, you have to line up your pitching and hitting development at the same time, or else you're going to have to lose one or the other, or the team's going to have to make a sacrifice. You know, for the immediate time, uh, you know, success wise in the majors, they're going to have to make a sacrifice to let you develop a little longer, yeah. Uh, which some teams may, I mean, there's going to be te- like, especially if you're drafting at the bottom, like let's say the nationals get him. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's ready to go pitching wise. There's no rush to bring him up. Um, yeah. But obviously there's, you know, especially with the lottery now, you know, there's teams that, that will be in the postseason hunt that pick in the top 10, yeah. uh, like the Red Sox. So it, it's, it's, uh, it, there's just a lot, there's too many moving parts to say confidently if Jack Caglino will be the next Shea Otani, but there we'll is reason to believe and have hope that, uh, that he certainly could. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I think right time, right place is, you know, just imperative for this to even have a chance at working. So, um, agreed. I think that that for him specifically, that'll really be the best case, um, or the best chance for that to happen. And then outside of him, I agree. I think it'll take some 16 year old, you know, international player. That's like, I want to do this. And a team saying, okay, cool, man, take five years. We'll see you when you're 21 and now you're developed. Um, you know, again, so it'll just be, it'll be interesting to see. I think he's our best shot right now, but like you said, right time, right place is going to be huge for that. Let's hear the Dugout Podcast stay busy trying to keep up with all the latest scores and who might be entering the postseason. And with the busy fall season just around the corner, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days like us. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. This October, you'll be busy trying to follow all the latest MLB playoff scores So get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. I recently tried the black pepper and sage pork chop with smoked cheddar Brussels sprouts and creamy broccoli, and it was an absolute home run by Factor. Need an extra boost to support your wellness goals and feel your best as you tackle a busy autumn? Try Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving and take your diet to an MVP level. Head to factormeals.com slash dugout50 and use code dugout50 to get 50% off. That's code dugout50 at factormeals.com slash dugout50 to get 50% off. All right, so final thoughts. Um, I think we're uh, both on board with the fact that Cagliannone has the talent, but it's a long shot. Um, <laughs> and that Shohei Otani really is just a unicorn. Yeah, he's a, I, I would say like a shooting star. It's something that's amazing. People want to see more of, but... It's special for a reason. It's because you don't see it a lot, and 
Uh, it'll be hard to see another one anytime soon, I think. I think we're both on the same page with that for sure. Yeah, obviously it'd be great to see another. Uh, I think, you know, all fans of baseball would like to see another. Um, and, you know, even fans not of baseball. You know, it, everyone has enjoyed Shohei Otani's greatness. Um, it, very unprecedented in all of sports. Um, you know, I think a cool thing is, you know, I think we're starting to see a little bit in football now, too. Like, we see Travis Hunter playing wide receiver and cornerback. We've seen it with Dion before. Yep. And that's just something that, you know, you can really applaud and, and, and just and just watch and enjoy. Um, and I think it's, uh, it's a good thing for sports. But hoping to see another. Cagliano could be the next. Yeah. It's a long shot. But uh, we, I think we just have to kind of enjoy what they're both doing in, in their respective leagues at face value. Yeah, exactly. Appreciate the greatness. You know, even if Cagliano comes up and he's – great in one aspect just appreciate that too but especially with Shohei just appreciate what we're witnessing right now for sure 100% well thank you for joining me again this week Justin uh, we will be back with another episode relatively soon hopefully with some uh, some playoff recap and, uh, and and things of that nature and we'll hop into a pretty exciting offseason I think there's a you know, there's not many great free agents but I think that's an opportunity for a lot of teams to, to make some moves this offseason uh, I think there's a lot of a lot of teams on the bubble of of being great, uh, and I think uh, you know, especially like the Padres. The Padres are going to be big sellers this offseason, so it'll be fun to cover. Um, thank you guys for for tuning in and, and listening to uh, to us talk about baseball. Uh, we really appreciate it. And until next time, we will uh, we'll see you.